Hello and welcome to the With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven, high achievers who are ready to ditch the hustle. I'm your host, Laura from Business With Flow, cyclical business mentor and systems and planning queen. My mission is to empower you to run your business and your launches without the burnout. In this podcast, we'll be chatting all things cycle syncing, intuition, and doing business your way, combined with some of the more practical aspects, like systems and planning and tech. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 104 of the With Flow podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about automating things in your business. Because it is one of the best ways that you can save yourself time and energy so that you can focus on things that are far more important. But there is a right way and a wrong way that you can go about it. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode. Now, before we dive into it, I want to be clear what I mean when I say the word automation. Automation simply means where you have an app or a tool complete a series of steps for you so that you're not doing it manually. Simple as that. There are lots of different ways that you can automate, lots of different things you can automate, lots of different tools you can use. But at its core, it's about having a tool or an app do things for you so that you don't have to. So what are some of the things that you can automate in your business? The first thing is making sure that you're automating the right things because not everything is going to be a good candidate for automating it. Now, I always suggest that you start by looking at things that don't need the human touch, something that you can trust a computer or an app or a tool to do for you because human intervention isn't required. And then you can focus your time and energy or your team, if you have one, on the elements that actually require a human to be involved. So things that don't need the human touch. You can look for repetitive tasks, so things that you're doing over and over and over and over again. Those can be great candidates for things that you can automate, things that are time-consuming, repetitive, don't require, as I said, human intervention or decision-making. It's just do this, do this, do this. You can get a computer to do that for you. Some more specific examples, things like client bookings. This is a great example. If you work one-on-one with client, having a client booking tool like Acuity, like Calendly, that allows them to go in and book a time based on your availability and your calendar, send the confirmation email, send the reminder emails, automatically create the Zoom or the Google Meet link, handle all of that. That is a great thing that you can automate in your business. You don't need to be involved in all of that. So that's one example. You might also look at ways that you can streamline your client onboarding. How do you bring your clients in? Welcome emails, collecting information, sending contracts, setting up the payment and the invoicing. Maybe it's things around content creation or social media scheduling. There are so many different things that you can automate in your business. Later in the episode, I'm going to step through the actual process of taking something from idea to automating it. So we'll get into a little bit more detail then. But first, I want to talk about tools you can use. Now, I just talked about, as an example, a calendar booking tool, something like Acuity or Calendly. If you're working one-on-one with clients, I see that as a critical, essential tool. Like, what the heck are you doing if you're still trying to manually book 
clients in and organize all of that. Oh my goodness. That alone will save you so much time and energy. Now, other tools you can use, things like Zapier or Make.com or Pebbly Connect. These are all tools that will take data from one tool and move it into another. So they move things across different apps. So an example of that might be, and this is one that I use in my business, I have a Zap set up that every time I post something to Instagram, it grabs the caption and the link and it adds it into a database in my Notion setup so that I can go back and I can repurpose that content later. Maybe it was a reel that I can then take, I can grab that caption and I can repurpose it into a post or a carousel. I can just tweak the caption or approve it or refine it, but I'm not starting from scratch. Maybe it's someone books a new session with you, they're a new client, they book in through Acuity, and you set it up so that it automatically creates a folder in your inbox and in your Google Drive for that client. So you're not manually having to set those things up. Those are two very quick examples. So those kind of tools will take something that happens in one system and move the data or do something in another. Other examples, things like having CRM, so ClientJoy, which is one that I use, or Dubsado or HoneyBook. These are all ways that you can send client agreements, have them electronically signed, send out invoices, have automatic reminders going out, collect data through forms, send follow-up emails, all of that kind of stuff. So you can start to automate some of your client workflow. Again, the things that don't need the human touch, not all of your client onboarding. You still need to be a part of that. Social media scheduling is another example. You can batch create a whole bunch of social media posts have them scheduled and ready to go out at a specific time and date in the future. And of course, AI. We talked about that a couple of episodes ago, but looking at ways that you can use AI tools to automate and do some things for you. Research, content creation, repurposing content you've already created. Lots and lots of opportunity there. So those are some examples. Please know that there are so many so many different tools out there these days that you can find that will almost do virtually anything. But those are just some examples that I wanted to provide you with. So how do we go about automating things the right way? The first thing is identify what it is that you're going to automate. As we talked about earlier in the episode, things that don't need the human touch, things that are fairly repetitive and can be done by a computer without too much decision making or human intervention. Things that you're doing all of the time that you don't need to be doing manually. Once you've identified what it is that you want to automate, I suggest that you map out your workflow. And if you're instantly like, bear with me, doesn't have to be super complicated. You could draw a picture on your notebook. You could use something like Canva to draw a really quick flow chart. Or you could use a tool like diagrams.net, which is similar to Visio for those of you who have used that in the corporate world. Why do you need to map out your workflow? So you know what happens in each step of the process. I like to think of it as a bit of a jigsaw puzzle, and you need to know how all of the pieces fit together, particularly if you're moving information from one application into another. So you need to be really clear about all of the steps that happen, what happens in each of the different systems, how it all fits together, and what you want the automated workflow to do. If you just start building things ad hoc, they can quickly become complicated. If they break, you have no idea how to fix them. Sometimes you end up having weird, crazy things happen and you have no idea 
how. So map out, it doesn't, as I said, doesn't have to be super complicated, but just map out a quick end-to-end workflow of what needs to happen. Once you know what needs to happen, then you can work out what tools can do each of the steps. If you have a couple of tools in there, if you need to use something like Zapier or Pably Connect to move data from one to the other, whatever that might look like. You can choose the right tools for the specific thing that you want to do and that you're trying to achieve. Then you can go ahead and you can set it up. Now, I do suggest that you start with small things. Don't try and overcomplicate it. Try and over-engineer it. Don't try and build this big, amazing, complicated, automated thing. If it breaks, you have no idea what's wrong with it and it's really hard to fix. So start small. I mean, build on things and refine and improve it as it goes. And then, of course, once you've got it up and running, test it out. Don't just put it out into the world and test it on your clients, for example. Set yourself up as a dummy user and pretend to be a client and go through that onboarding process or book in a session and see what the emails look like. Test it out. Use yourself as the guinea pig before you put it out into the world. So you know what it looks like. You know how the emails come through or you know how all of the steps fit together and you can check that it's working like the flowchart that you mapped out and the way that you expect it to. And then, of course, as I said, you can improve and refine things over time. So if you've been thinking about automating some things in your business, maybe you've been feeling a little frustrated by things that you are currently doing manually and you just don't want to do it anymore, Look for opportunities to automate things. Make sure that you're not trying to automate the whole entire world. Focus in on the things where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Make sure you're clear on what exactly you want to achieve. Choose the right tools, set it up, test it, and away you go. Automating things in your business is most definitely one of the easiest ways that you can save yourself time and energy so that you're focusing on the right things. As I said, there is a right way to go about it so that things don't end up overcomplicated, messy, or just not giving you the results that you're looking for. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the With Flow podcast. If you got value from this episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with your friends or leave a rating and review in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for helping me spread the word. See you on the next episode.